Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. Kind of fun. Well, I got to tell you, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, but at Home Depot, they are selling currently a 12-foot skeleton with green eyes. No, uh, it's a that. monstrous, huge skeleton. <laughs> it's as big as a tree, and it just sits there like, like this, and it stands up. <laughs> and so I go back to this behind, the, in the backyard of this bar, and I went, is that the 12-foot skeleton from Home Depot? And no way. Goes, yeah. It's great, isn't it? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is great. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, the internet's making fun of this thing right yeah, now, right? Yeah. yeah. People just put it on their lawns because they don't know what to do with this. It's not like you can make it part of a thing. It's just a skeleton going like, eh. Like, <laughs> look at me, I'm a skeleton. And you're like, yep, you are. No one can doubt you are a skeleton. <laughs> well, that skeleton's giving me a boner. Oh! <laughs> Welcome to the Retrograde! The podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm the recently deceased Andrew Bascom. And I am Mikey Moe Aaronworth. <coughs> What's up, Mikey? How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Do you yeah. get it? Do you get it, Mikey Moe? Mikey Moe. Yeah. Mikey Mo. It's like it's like Maximo, which is oh, the remake of God. the game that we're going to be doing today, which is super Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghouls and Ghosts. I'm so excited to play this game. Ah! ah don't ghouls. say those without <laughs> warning me. Oh, I'm so sorry. How many times are we gonna have to do the ghost cast drop on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be so much funnier if all we said was bird cast, and then you're like, <laughs> and it was like it was like they went all of October without doing ghost cast at all. Um Well, you know what? We're doing for all of October, Andrew. Yeah. It's a little something we like to call, and say it with me now, mm-hmm. retrograde. retrograde. Oh, Andrew, you Damn messed it. it up. You know that I usually like to take yeah. a one and three quarter second pause <laughs> and then say it real, real fast. Welcome to hashtag retrograde. Retrograde. Lightning. <laughs> uh, cat noise. Uh, Thunderbolts. Creak of a coffin. And then a scared child running from a predator. You have that on your phone. It's your ringtone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I record people when I'm it's chasing voice them. memo. Yeah. <laughs> So we're excited to be doing Retrograde, a month of scary games to suit the scary month it is. Uh, honestly, I don't do well with scary things. And I was looking up, I was looking up a bunch of like the- Is that true? Scary games? Yeah, no, no. I thought you really like like scary movies and stuff Oh, scary like movies and stuff as long as there's no pop-out scares. Uh, pop-out scares just bother me. I hate them. And I was yeah, looking up uh, games that we could do, like just some games that I remember playing as a, as a kid. And I don't know that we want to tease the lineup too, too much, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of great scary games out yeah. there. And I was really gearing towards the older retro games like SNES and all that stuff because they don't have pop-out scares. <laughs> yeah. Because then there's another game which we may end up doing oh, this boy. month, which is Condemned <laughs> Criminal Origins, okay. and that has a ton of pop-out scares, yeah. and I absolutely fucking love that game. Um, the, the most mad I've ever been at you at this podcast. I know exactly what you're going to say already. Oh, that's it. It's uh, Fatal Frame. <laughs> yeah, it was when we did Fatal Frame. Yeah, and you screamed so loud and grabbed me. Yeah, and I I didn't even get to enjoy the scare. I just looked at you. I'm like, Mikey, can you fuck off? Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was a scary fucking game. It was like somebody stabbed you and then you went, ah, my finger. And you just put it in your hole. You're like, ah, God, that hurt. Um, yeah, that fatal frame. So if it's like that, uh, get used to us yelling for a couple hours. Yeah, it's, uh, if also, if you haven't listened to that fatal frame episode, uh, I would say go back and do it. I think the gameplay on that episode is very funny. That's it. We did that a, a while ago. A while ago. I think we did it in our original February. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> February. Which sounds a lot better, I think, than retrograde. Grave, but graves are honestly 
Pretty spooky. Yeah. Oh, speaking of graves, uh-huh. I have been consuming a show that you love recently. Oh, what's that? Which is What We Do in the Shadows. Oh. Yeah. It's strangest thing. I loved that movie, Taika yeah. Waititi. It's a, mo- or, uh, it's a movie about, basically think The Office, but following around a group of vampires that live in New York. Yeah, it's a mockumentary. Yeah, it's a mockumentary. And it's hilarious. And yes. I, I thought about it all the time, and I heard there was going to be a TV show, and I watched a couple episodes, and I loved them, and just never watched the rest of that series. Mikey. That's what you do, though. <laughs> that's what I do, but that's usually what I do when I stop liking something. Oh. But, like, like for example, with Dexter, where I watched every single episode except for the very last episode of the series. When they, when they at the, very, very similar to the end of Seinfeld, is what they'll do with the retrograde. Yeah. Where all of our guests and, like, people that written, written in, Riley Little, Brian Bland, all these people come yeah, yeah. in, and they'll mention all the insane things that we've said and done. That will be, like, the kicker, where they go, he watched... All 300 <laughs> episodes of Dexter didn't watch 301 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, That's crazy. Why would I? And listen, history has proven that I was right to skip no. that episode. Yo, history would have said you should have quit halfway through, not get to the end. Halfway through, the show was still good. Trinity I think Killer? After, every season, after season three. A- after season three, the Jimmy Smiths episode had its moments. Uh, is, that, is that season three? Oh, no, no, season three is the Trinity Killer. Yeah, yeah. And then after season three, yeah. season four was Jimmy Smiths. Okay. Welcome to Dexter cast. <laughs> Where, and uh, no, and and there was the Jimmy Smiths, and then there was the episode, the season with Colin Hanks, and uh, who was the guy? I can't, I can't believe I'm going to blank on his name, but I am. Who was in Battlestar Galactica? Um, Edward James almost. Edward James almost. I was almost got it. You Edward James almost still got it. Almost, yeah. almost still got out it. Um, and <laughs> that sorry, season, that, up. that was so stupid because at the end of it. Edward James Olmos' character was dead the whole time, but like, whoa, Dexter what the hell? Had, I never saw it. Dexter had seen him before, and you're like, what the? F-? Like, there's a scene where Dexter <laughs> sees him walk through the parking lot. Yeah, and then it, but it turns out he was dead the whole time. You're like, what the fuck happened to that scene? What do you guys? I liked it. So I have no idea what you're talking about, obviously, because I stopped watching after Trinity Killer. And by the way, history has proven me you right. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. History but, has its eyes on you. Yes, 100. percent And they does. are nodding in approval. Talking about two dead people. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, I would just love the idea that Edward James almost goes and like buys an ice cream cone and Dexter's like staring at him like, oh man, he's dead the whole time. He's just eating the ice cream, exchanged money with the guy. And it's like, what? <laughs> what happened? That's basically what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but no, the ice cream cone, that was from the ice truck killer in the first season. Of course. Yeah. How could I forget? No, so so I, I, I usually, if I like a show, I yeah. will consume it I won't be able to stop watching it. So what's the deal? You like what we do in the shadows? I love no. what we do in the shadows. And I don't know why it took me so long to get back know. to it. But I've been so excited to get home and watch that show. I finally got, I I, I know you already know what I'm going to say, but your favorite episode is the episode Jackie where- Jackie Daytona. Jackie Daytona. <laughs> and I finally I'm, watched that episode. And it was so good. It is so funny. I'm Jackie Daytona. <laughs> it just puts the mouth, the toothpick in, and, he's and no a one can guy. recognize him. Yeah, I love it because even when he comes home and Nadja, he's like, "What? Get out of our house!" He takes out the toothpick. <laughs> it's like, oh, "You're home, Laszlo." I, I made me laugh so hard. It's a great, great show. God, if you if you haven't movie. seen uh, that, go back and watch it. The other show that I really want to talk about, yeah. um, is a show. I don't know that I've been as excited for a show as I am for this. Okay. This is slowly encroaching on one of my favorites of all time. Uh, and what I'm talking about is uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. Yeah. Now, have you seen any of this? I've seen five episodes of it. Okay, so you, I'm on the fifth episode. Okay. So oh, you and I wow. are are, hey. are right there, neck yeah, and neck. Yeah, we can talk about it. And spoiler alert, let's just talk about let's it. Let's just talk about you it. You got to kind of talk about it. But by the way, I'm not sure anything has come by the fifth episode that's like, 
incredibly spoiler. There, it's it's just, it would be very tough to spoil, but I think that's also the mark of a very good show. Yeah, so it's yeah. HBO Max. It's directed by Ridley Scott. And he directed the first two, yeah. And oh, he's okay. executive producing them. And say what you will about the Alien oh, sequels. And I will. And you will. <laughs> like, Prometheus obviously has a ton of flaws. Yeah. I, do, I don't hate that movie as much as everyone else does. Right, right, right. But regardless, it was filmed beautifully. And Alien Covenant as well. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. his last. Two. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I personally don't care for either of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I see what Prometheus is trying to do. Yeah. Uh, but an Alien Covenant is even like just even a step down from that. Yeah, to be I honest. didn't. I didn't like Alien Covenant. I did like Prometheus. And regardless, yeah. it looks beautiful. And I think Raised by Wolves is the same. And also keep in mind how much uh, how much executive producers actually do is. Uh, case by case study. Yeah, yeah. So to go like, oh, Ridley Scott, like this is a Ridley Scott project. You're like, I, to be honest, you don't know that. Like, right. It sounds like, and I'm I'm going to screw up this guy's name, but it's Andrew Gasinski. I, I don't know. I don't and know. And he's the writer and creator of the show. I think he wrote almost every episode of it. Uh, Edward James so, almost every episode. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's his <laughs> father. And uh, so I would now pin that more to him than Ridley Scott, even though I think Ridley Scott helps get the show made. Yeah, I think so. But I also think that there's a ton of influence taken from Ridley Scott and the way that he filmed, especially something like Prometheus. It has the same kind of washed out color tones, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the same kind of uh, overall tone to to the way things are filmed. And, sure. And, yeah. Do you want to try explaining what the, the, the thesis of the so, show is? Yeah. Roughly speaking, there yeah. was a war that broke out on Earth between uh, atheists and uh, a highly religious group of people. Yeah. Um, it's kind of... It's kind of not 100% clear what side androids were on in yeah. this war, but there was clearly a technology had gotten to the point where it had interfered with humans and we had to leave Earth. There was an arc that was sent off of Earth um, in one direction uh, with along with Zane and mm -hmm. Harry and, and, and the boys. Yeah, the One Direction game. Yeah, and then there Liam. was another, another smaller group mm -hmm. of two androids with basically embryos that they were tasked with landing on a planet growing uh, a new civilization and, and and starting that. And those two factions end up in close proximity to one another on the same planet and somewhat at war. Yep. Um, that sounds about which, right. Which is kind of the easiest way to explain it. Yeah. And, and there's 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 uh, dissent among the ranks in uh, in both camps yes. and between both camps, like yeah. inter and intra. And I think, I think the parallels and differences are kind of what makes this show. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge sci-fi fan, and yes. I think this is right up my alley in terms of being kind of believable in the world that it produces and also just incredibly engaging and imaginative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. Did yeah. you did you not love it? Because I, you, no, you hadn't I, brought I, it honestly, up. Honestly, I saw your tweet the other day at Retrograde Pod. Uh, oh, wait, were you perusing through at Retrograde Andy? I was, as Retrograde Andy, uh -huh. I was perusing, as mother, and you were father, <laughs> yeah, I was perusing, yeah. I was like out there flying, flat-armed out there. Yeah, as the necromancers uh, I was completely do, yeah. bronze. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's a little... That's a little joke if you've seen the show. Yeah, um, you got it. No, I. this is just not for me. And I really? it's one okay. of those things where it's not, this doesn't have to be combative. It's not like, oh, this is a bad show. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. more that I, I watch this and I go, I don't, what the hell? And like, and I don't, I I slowly am slipping into my father by day by day. It's funny when you said, what the hell there? Yeah. I saw your dad. Oh no, and I, I, I'm doing an old man impression, but you sit there and go, what the hell is going on? Like I, at the end of each episode, well, um, well, ambiguity and and questioning is a huge part of the show sure. and where to find answers and I think they're going to drive towards an end by the end uh, by the end of the season yeah. which I think would be very exciting I, I don't feel that rush towards that drive and, and, and therefore I feel 
not inspired to watch the next episode. Sure. I will, because there is quality there. There's interesting acting. I think the set design is really interesting, and obviously the costumes and things. There is a there is a world behind this. I find the religious iconography and story kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. Like the Ark and and Adam and Eve. You're right. Like, okay, you picked the, the two most famous yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Old Testament stories. Okay. You know, and like I maybe by the end I'll have more because they've developed more of this sun god type religion right. thing that I'm more interested in. Um but and also I find you know it is interesting. You you are challenged a lot during the show because the the morality of each character is questionable. Yes. Nobody is ultimately good. No one is ultimately bad. Yeah. They are all kind of survivors and that that raises interesting questions. I just it's just funny. I, I'm watching a lot of Golden Girls and I'm like, I cannot wait to watch another Golden <laughs> oh, no. Girls. I'm serious. First of all, greatest theme song of all time. Second of all, they're just great. They're so delightful. B. Arthur is the, one of the greatest actresses of all time. I want to watch Golden Girls. At the end of Raised by Wallace, I'm like, huh. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, really? You know, kind of thing. And, and it's not an insult towards that. No, it's no. just more my taste, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, my taste is very much like deep, intense sci-fi. Like, yeah. get complicated. I want it to get messy, but take me along for the ride. That's my yeah. favorite thing about sci-fi is when it's happening yeah. and I'm, I believe it. There are moments where I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, that's Ridley Scott and that's like Alien and that's like Prometheus yeah. and all that. And that's going to happen. It, when, you, when you're when you reading science fiction, I find it a little bit different. It's easier to kind of mask those things. But when sure. you're showing me, it's always a little bit more, it seems a little bit more lazy, like you said. Yeah. One thing I want to bring up, there's clearly, unless I'm crazy, uh, some inspiration that's being taken from the Dark Souls franchise um, oh. in, in, in this. The the, the religious group has a, a, the armor that they wear has this sun yeah. figure on it, yeah. which is kind of like, you've seen images like that before. Absolutely. But there's a character in Dark Souls, his name is Solaire, yeah. who wears a similar kind of uh, cloth, almost vest over his armor. And it has basically that exact same logo. And in episode five, they find a prisoner with what looks like a bucket on his head. Yep. And that bucket is essentially that guy's armor. And it's oh. Solaire and they're praising the sun and Solaire in Dark Souls, his whole thing is praise the sun. And it's just like, is this on purpose or is this just a crazy coincidence? Like, what what's going on? There? I'm not gonna lie. When I saw those things, I thought of uh, Monty Python. Oh yeah, you, you know what? Yeah, because yeah. he does. He wears the white cloth yes. over the chainmail and stuff. And I, and I was like, and the and the Black Knight has the bucket. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. ah, Monty Python. So I didn't think of uh, I didn't think Dark of Souls. Uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. But, uh, but that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I also I worry for you that every of your interest is converging, and you're like, is is my dog in this show? <laughs> You're like, and they're like, you're like the characters are like, way to go, Mikey. You're like, thanks guys. Let's get back to the show though. <laughs> I'm just sitting there just high off my ass on mushrooms. Just yeah. like, did he say that to me? Yeah. Are you talking to me again? Yeah. And the purple unicorn's like, nah, you're fine. And you're like, you got it. More mushrooms. He's having a fever dream, guys. Um, uh, yeah. No. Honestly, there are moments when I'm watching this show like, oh, this was made for me specifically. <laughs> honestly, like, like this is what, yeah. The number of things that happen where I'm like, I'm the only person this is for. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who else? They spent two million dollars for Andrew Baskin. That was me know? watching High Score, the show High Score oh, yeah, on Netflix. Right. I felt like that as well. That really is built for you. Not only did you like their previous iterations, yes, and then they built one for video games. It was You're perfect. Like, Thanks, guys. It was, I I got so emotional watching that show oh. just because I was just like, this is my whole childhood, that's, oh, that's and beautiful. explained in the back. It was great. It was fantastic. Oh, that's great. I'm really glad to hear that. But yeah, Bar- uh, Raised by Wolves. It was just one of those ones where I actually didn't want to respond to that tweet because I was afraid that like through text you're like you're gonna I'd walk in you're like hey. Fuck you. What the I'd fuck, like, dude? Yeah, like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's totally fine. Yeah. It's not for me. That's okay. Um, I also find the the mother character upsetting, and I understand 
That's the point. Yeah. She's supposed to be yes. not great. Um, or, you know, like she's so uneven that you're always on eggshells around her. Yes. And that makes me very anxious. Yeah. Um, and that <laughs> I love this idea that like in art, it's like, oh God, you're feeling exactly how we want you to feel. And you're like, I don't, I don't want like any this. more of it. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, wait, whoa, whoa, you're yeah. feeling how you're supposed to feel. Like, fuck you, burn it to the ground. You're you like, know what? That that like you bring up the the whole thing about mother, and this is obviously this is a deep dive in Raised by Wolves, and this is one of the reasons I love it is because I keep you you kind of read these things into it, but how the androids kind of wrap in on themselves and become kind of the most human characters on that show. Yeah, that's um, the mother just becomes this kind of actually a stereotypical father figure, but like mm. um like like what you would see where where it's like too protective and kind of condescending towards their partner. She's and, the disciplinarian. Very much yeah. the disciplinarian and 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 the the in this case father figure mm-hmm. is trying to kind of appease and live up and soften the blows that yeah. like it it but in do in what what I like about it is that in becoming essentially as an android would be completely detached from their emotions right. they kind of end up acting as though they're the most human people or the most human people on yeah. on this this inhospitable planet yeah no uh, I, which I, which i like quite a bit i i totally am there with you um the only thing i wanted to say was you said earlier you like i, I like horror movies i just don't like pop-up scares yeah. and while i completely am with you yeah. i am the biggest baby when it comes to pop-up yeah. scares uh, much like Final Frame, and they scream at the television a little bit, is uh, <laughs> I want to hear if any of the D-pads have suggestions oh. for horror movies yeah. that don't focus on oh pop-out scares. I love this. Anything, anything from the 40s, from the 50s, from the 60s. Yeah. I want to hear these movies. I want to watch these movies. I have a little bit of a playlist. I actually might share a letterboxed uh, list of oh. movies for this month that I really love for horror movies because I watched recently Nosferatu from oh, the great. 30s. Yeah. We watched Cape Fear the other day. Yeah. Still really, really good. I There's so much in there. So I want to hear from the D-pads. If you have movies that don't focus on pop-out scares, we want to watch them. Yeah, at Retrograde Andy, at Retrograde Pod on Twitter. Um, Let us know. That's fantastic. I, I, like, to me, I'm thinking Babadook. I'm thinking Hereditary. Mm, yeah. I'm thinking... Uh, there, there aren't many, but or, or um, it, uh, it follows was it another follows. very good one. Yeah, yeah let yeah. the right one in. Let the right one in. Um, yeah, no, like there, there's some really good in the last twenty years. There's been some really incredible horror movies. Yeah, you know, as as we go, like ah, oh, has there been great comedies or you know all these uh, genres that have taken a hit? I think horror has done really, really well because it's cheap to film. And we've never had better like access to film equipment in our pockets. Blumhouse has done a very good job of of kind of reinstating that. Jason Blum, man, like that guy. Is that actually what his name is? Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I don't know if he's a great guy. Eh, probably not. If you're a movie producer, probably no, not. I'm just yeah. gonna flatly say, like, yeah, you're, you're Roger Corman. You're you know, whatever. But he's made a real like we watched the purge the first purge again i'm like it's great it's great honestly i think the purge franchise is i it it has its hits and its misses but Mm. all in all they're all worth watching really yeah i never watched the first purge or what was called oh oh like the most recent one yeah the most recent i didn't see that one sort of i don't know and i didn't see the tv show either but i i there was a tv show yeah i didn't know that i think on prime or something Uh but for the fact that they created all this content behind or around this universe it's really impressive. Yeah, like it's, yeah. Just, it's just really impressive. You know what it reminds me of? It's uh, you. You made the point back when John Wick One came out that mm. it feels really neat because it introduces you to this world and it just kind of expects you to to get it. Yeah, it's like this is all going on. Like, pick up on it. We're yeah. not going to explain it all to you. You just kind of have to accept that this world existed before you did. Yeah, and it feels really neat going into that yeah. that sort of world because it feels fleshed out and thought thought of. They give you little drops yeah. of going like, oh yeah, this existed long before you showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. It's always I've always appreciated the Star Wars storytelling idea. We're going, 
hey, here's what's going on. Now you're here. Yeah. Instead yeah, yeah, of going yeah. like, you're a new officer and that's the asshole. And yeah, this guy's yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've always had a monster problem around here. And you're like, what? What is going <laughs> Call on? Call the Witcher. Yeah, exactly. Witcher. And hey, thanks for showing up, Witcher. You pussy. <laughs> it's like, fuck you guys. I'm here to help. It's like, you bitch, shut up. Oh, man. <laughs> Imagine calling Henry Cavill or someone of his size a, 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 a little bitch. You know what? <laughs> okay, so I watched Nola Holmes, which is oh, on did you, uh, I, Netflix. I thought about it and just was not interested. Let me give you, it's uh, totally fine. Yeah. Uh, it's, I feel like the you're, color beige. you're much more fine with Totally Fine. Totally Fine does not really work for me that much in, I, in movies and TV. Netflix movies have a real par, like in golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. like, that was a Netflix movie. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're yeah. like, totally. Even though they spend just as much money, I can't really put my finger on it. It, it They use big name actors, big it's, name it's directors. It's lowest common denominator. They just want to appeal to as many people as they can without sure. upsetting. Oh, as, there yeah. is, what is it called? Like a four quadrant movie or whatever they call sure, it, the sure. demographics. Yep. It needs to strike all those yeah. and stuff like that. They're using Millie Bobby Brown, a very popular yep. young actress from one of their other properties. But Henry Henry Cavill plays Sherlock Holmes yes. in this. You know, as somebody who likes uh, the, the Sherlock TV series from BBC, uh-huh. and I actually quite like most BBC uh, programming, yeah. um, when he steps off the train and he's 300 pounds of bare muscle, yeah. you're like, well, no. <laughs> That's not Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes doesn't punch his problems away. (laughs) Like, and I'm not saying that if you have muscles, you can't be smart. But you are kind of saying that. But (laughs) (laughs) if you're brilliant, you wouldn't focus on becoming as big as a bear. Well, that's why Andrew and I are so smart. (laughs) Yeah, that's why we're just the smartest podcasters you would ever listen to. I have the body of a king. Uh... (laughs) That you know where that that's where the term you're you're worth your weight in gold was? Oh no. Seriously, because they would they would it was something where like <laughs> there were gifts that were bestowed and they would bestow it based on like they would weigh the king and then they would give them that much weight oh, in gold. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it, it it behooved them to be as fat as possible. Behooved sounds almost onomatopoeic for a big king. Behooves. You know, it also has hooves. Uh, what's that? A horse! No, no, a horse! Rod like the wind, bullseye! You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay! Oh, that's a whole new one. I don't know. That's that's uh, something going on in Minneapolis about that one, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. Well done. <laughs> um, oh, no. We lost all our police endorsements. Oh, oh no. Um, yeah, I, uh, I since it's since it's retrograde. Yes. And it is the scariest month. Oh, God. It's so spooky. I actually, when I was coming here tonight to record, there was all these fallen leaves. Ooh. And it felt like for the first time, like, oh, fall is here. Um, and it felt the like Billy fall. Talent special? Fallen leaves, fallen leaves <laughs> on the ground. I would say that is like super specific to uh, Canadiana or yeah. where we are, but they were just in the, the the Tony Hawk game, so that's true. You know, are they? I I, I didn't know that they escaped Canada. <laughs> and by the way, we have a very strict uh, control over our artists here. Jim yeah. Carrey got away, and we'll never forget. Before. It's a it's a Wakanda style of hoarding talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. one can leave. No, no, no. We can't. Well, look let what happened go. when we let the the uh, Eugene and Dan Levy go. I know. Then they won. All your Emmys. All your Emmys. Your Emmys are now ours. Yeah, and we're never giving them back, baby. <laughs> I do. I do the, it went from uh, <laughs> it went from a certain sense of pride of like, look at these Canadians winning all these Emmys. And then they're like, the first show ever to win best either drama or comedy and then win all this acting awards for the same year ever. And you're like, well, okay, well, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we want that credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. I don't know if that's like, 
you know, I, that might be us very Canadian, like apologizing for it. But at the same time, like Schitt's Creek, totally fine. Not worth that. It's though. not, it's not <laughs> worth that. No, thank you. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but you know what? This game that we're focusing on today is worth a lot of praise. And oh. uh, maybe not uh, that many awards. Probably not best actor. Mm. Maybe best costume design. Because yeah. it's got that iconic armor that uh, is on at one point and then off and you're in your little undies. A little quick change. Yeah, we're taking a look at super ghouls and ghouls. Can I ask you first to start? Uh, it depends on the question. Uh, how about this? Okay. I'll let you pose the question, uh -huh. and then it's up to me whether I answer it. Isn't that every question ever? No. Well, you said, can I ask you a question? Yeah. And I was, I was very like, polite. listen, no one's stopping you. Ah. But. Well, you are. Am I going to? I am, I am no one. What is happening? I'm the faceless man from Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. No. That one. was a TV show, right? Uh, it was a, there was a six seasons of great TV. Yes. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, Game of Thrones went into the lost style jail of yes. like, we loved you. Now go away for a long yeah, time. Yeah. We don't want to talk about yeah, you anymore. Exactly. Um, um, super ghouls and ghosts. Yes. Was there an original ghouls and ghosts? Yes, there were. So it was a, a, uh, this was the third in the trilogy. You had ghosts and goblins, which mm. is on the, I believe that was on the NES. And right. then you had Ghouls and Ghosts, which was also on the NES, and then Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which was on the SNES. Ooh, Goblin's uh, got the real Pete Best syndrome there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> kicked exactly. Out of the, kicked out of the band. I was going to say the Pete Wentz situation. He's still part of the band, though. I know, but he's still part of it. I, By the way, I think. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Is Fall Out Boy still a band? Well, they, they, they had a song that doesn't shut up during football season, like... Oh, I'm going to screw it up. No, that's I who I thought they were. Uh, that's Panic at the Disco. No. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, the the, um, the Pete, uh, Mayor Pete song. Yeah, that's Panic at the Disco. Wow, I didn't uh, know No, that. there's another one of like, yeah, whatever, but who cares? But Follow Boy, for some reason, keeps coming back. Ah, uh, well, because they're- Like a ghouls and goblins. It's not they about- stay dead. It's not about them falling. Mm -hmm. It's about where they get back up. We should call them <laughs> Get Back Up Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a game that I have a, a very interesting history with, and I've said that about a lot of games. And you usually, say that every week. <laughs> I say that just about every week. This is like you saying tough. Ah, it's tough. It is tough. Uh, well, it's tough to avoid saying this because I had a very interesting relationship with a lot of games. Okay. And typically I do say that though when the game is very critically well-received, but okay. was very difficult for me. So I didn't like it personally, even though I know it was probably better than I gave it credit right, for. Right, okay. And this is one of those, even to this day, this is one of those games that's no, notoriously very, very difficult. Um, like, for example, the fact, and this is, this is kind of, uh, uh, you know, common lore now, but you have to beat the game twice without dying in order to play against the final boss. Whoa. Yeah, like you can't beat the game unless you beat it twice arbitrarily. And the reason for that, so you you play as, uh, I think it's Arthur. Maximo. You play oh. as Arthur, yeah. So Ma Maximo is, is the, uh, he's the, the guy in the remakes on the ah, PlayStation 2. Okay. You play as Arthur, um, and there's a, a princess and the evil guy, ah, fuck, what is his name? Uh, oh, Emperor Sergius, okay? So Emperor Sergius kidnaps the princess. Sergius. Sergius. Did I sturdy utter, Andrew? Did I sturdy utter? Did I think you. I think by you not stuttering are now creating a new speech impediment that you didn't know you had. <laughs> um, so so uh, he kidnaps the princess. Okay, yeah. and that's the whole thing. Now the reason he princesses the kid. Uh, the, the the. Whoa, the my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Maybe I'm not stuttering. Maybe I'm stroking. Is that what's happening? Do you have a what is it called where you you read the words backwards? Uh, oh, am I? Uh, 
I was going to say illegitimate. Am I illiterate? <laughs> no, Jay Leno and Jerry Seinfeld have it. They read, they read the words backwards. Illiterate, or not, not uh, uh, dyslexia. Dyslexia, yeah, thank you yeah. very much. So yes, they uh, princess the kidnap. They princess the kidnapped. Uh, the reason he kidnaps the princess is because she knows where the goddess's bracelet is, and that's the only thing that can that can kill him. So the way that they, they make you play this game twice, okay. Emperor Sardius kidnaps the princess, uh-huh. brings them to his, like, castle, sure. which is a typical Bowser move. Classic. Like, classic, classic Bowser, Bowser move. Arthur goes, fights all the way through this game, gets to the end. Not the castle you're looking for. It's, it's, it is the castle oh. they're looking for, but the princess tells him, the goddess's bracelet is back at home where you started. Go back and get it, and then come back and destroy Emperor oh. Sir. Like, that, it's, it's, that makes me so mad just hearing oh about it. It's the video God. game equivalent of, like, making it all the way to the airport and realizing you forgot your passport. Like, that level of satisfaction. Oh, my God. If you want to reference that I, no one will remember, but, like, as YouTube developed as I grew older, I have these videos just clogged in my head of, like, yeah. things that are locked in. When Conan O'Brien took over The Tonight Show, Yeah. okay, they had this really great video of him leaving New York, and moving to LA to do the Tonight Show, and what it was, it was, to, it was to the kids are all right as he ran across America in a suit to LA, and it was really funny because he stopped. He went, he ran through Wrigley Park while there was a game on. He ran through. He stopped at a doll museum and like looked at. Oh, that's very nice, a doll museum and stuff like that. And then he gets to the studio and they're like, and he goes, he taps his pockets and he doesn't have the keys to the. Pocket. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they yeah, cut yeah, to yeah. New York and it's sitting there on the bowl. In he doesn't his apartment. have the keys to the pocket. Did I kidnap the princess did or did you, I princess just, the kidnap? Just, I, I like that you tried to mess up like I messed up I and you said it right. I, I'm, t- I'm too efficient. Yeah. I'm much like mother and father. <laughs> so he gets there and he doesn't have his yeah, key. He doesn't yeah, have yeah, 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 I like Very that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good it's, joke. It's, it's 100%, a classic joke. So he forgot his goddess's bracelet 100%. back at home. He's, so wait a second. So the whole idea is that you had the goddess bracelet all along. Why didn't you bring it with you? Basically, or it, it was somewhere back where you started essentially. Is so he you, canonically a hoarder? Oh, Arthur? Yeah. Yeah, he hoarded his all the knights in the round table. I was going to say. He just hoarded them. Yeah. He there's hoarded a sword them. in the stone. There's, there's a, a Lancelot. He's yeah. got a lot of Lancelots. Oh. Just a dime a dozen. Oh, my a, goodness. A Guinevere, a yeah. Gwendolyn. They're the same person, but he has two of them. Yeah. The What was the wizard called? Uh, the Oh, uh, uh, Merlin. Merlin. Thank Merlin. you very much. I love... Uh, so, I actually took a course on King Arthur, like Arthurian literature. There was a course on in, King Arthur? In university. It was wow. fantastic. It was actually... It was like... I remember being in... I think I, w- I was in my final year of university... Uh, which was my first year. No, I'm and then, and then uh, I remember it was my final year, and I was I woke up and it was an early class. It was one of the eight thirty classes or whatever. No, thank you. Which I never mind. Like that's when work starts. Like it was fine. Um, and I remember waking up one morning and thinking, like, I can't believe I get to go learn about King Arthur for an hour and a half. Right. And like, that's my task today. It was, I, I just, I fucking loved university. Uh, and that was one of the reasons, obviously, because I had a jokes uh, program that I was in. So dude, when you went to the class, was that at a big round table? It That, oh my God, dude, you should write these classes. <laughs> Honest to God, how do you not show up and go, <laughs> like, and then the professor's pointing at you and you're pointing at him. I'm like, nice. And he's like, nailed it. Uh, the professor was a she, Andrew. I don't see gender. <laughs> I don't side gender. You. Or cisgender. <laughs> I don't Gagnum style gender. <laughs> um, uh, I hope Sai's doing okay. Uh, 
you know what's funny? I heard an interview with him. Wow, we're getting off the rails. But I heard an interview with him when Gangnam Style was was doing really well, and uh-huh. he came to North America and he did this interview with a radio station. They're like, so all this fame, this must be crazy. And he and he sounds exasperated, and he's like. You guys don't realize I'm really famous in Korea. Like this is nothing for me. Like they're, they're like, yeah, but we've never heard of you, so now you're yeah. very famous. Yeah, yeah, that was like the Emmys when they're like Dan Levy. I'm like, yeah, enough of Dan Levy, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. We okay. know. He hosted God. MTV for a long time. Oh MTV my God. Canada. Uh, Canada's baking show. Yeah, uh, we got it. <laughs> we get it. We knew. It. We've known his dad forever. Yeah, great friends with his dad. Um, yeah, so so uh, this game, one, one of the most iconic things about it is that you have your suit of armor. Uh, you can upgrade your suit of armor into different colors. You have bronze and gold and then a shield. And as you upgrade, it gets more abilities. Yeah. But as you get hit, your armor falls off. And when your armor falls off, you run around your cute little underwear. Yeah. Which is adorable. Yeah, it's like his apartment. It's <laughs> Oh, he just like doesn't care anymore? Yeah, he just ran he's, around with his underwear. It's like, well... He's, we're lucky he's wearing his underwear. <laughs> or... Or unlucky he is, because I'd like to see that big old hog. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to roll around in the retrograve with him. Ooh, the retro. Oh, yeah. retrograve. We can say that you're rolling around your retrograve. Like, like, oh, if your grandma knew about this, she'd be rolling around in her oh, retrograde. I love that. That's yeah. really good. Thanks, man. Perfect. All right, nailed it. Let's start again, but let's say that at the beginning. Okay. Okay. Take two. Yeah. Welcome to the retro. I'm gonna do it like this again. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I so he wore he had little heart boxes. Yes, right? he did. Yes. That's, funny it's it's adorable yeah. and it was even better in the playstation 2 version with maximo because it was very pronounced why and did they change the name well i think because arthur couldn't have survived that long i mean oh. this game came out in 1991 and you want a young buff arthur to be he'd be so old he'd yeah. get down in his underwear and you'd be like it wouldn't be an underwear it'd be a diaper yeah it'd be up to his nipples <laughs> <laughs> all six of them yeah wait what he's a pig or something now what do you mean? oh of my god is, is this seriously a pig cast it's a pig cast oh no sweet squeal like a pig sloth time i gotta get some of that pork belly oh that's a curly tail oh that pig cast time. another listen we're producing this show too much. And it, we do it for you, D-Pads. We do. Even because though the, the, the people who probably hate it the most are the D-Pads. They're like, dude, talk about video games for once. I know. And we're like, oh no, a pig cast. <laughs> do you have any memories of pigs? Do you like pigs? I love pigs. Yeah, pigs are great. Pigs are fantastic. And delicious. They provide us with bacon, which so- is also amazing. I just, every part of the pig is delicious. Have, have you ever seen a pig in real life? Oh yeah. They're adorable. I, I mean, I mm-hmm. sit across from one every time we record a podcast. <laughs> that is the cruelest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I don't really know what, <laughs> what what were you trying to accomplish with this this barb? Are we doing an Andrew cast? Oh no! <laughs> this is an Andrew cast. Oh hey, I'm Andrew. Oh hey, I'm Andrew. Andrew cast. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm a pig. So you're a, a pig. Who, yeah. Uh, uh, and I listen. They're cute. They're adorable. They're adorable. Yeah, they are. And uh, <laughs> I honestly though, I I think that uh, they are underrated for just how cute they are. Like, okay. and I'm not talking about just the baby pigs because everyone looks at those like potbelly pigs and they're like, those would make great pets. Yeah, but like then they get to pigs. be like 250 pounds. Yeah, they become like sows. Yeah. They're like huge monstrous animals. But I still think those pigs are adorable. Yeah, they got that big nose that moves around a yeah. lot. That nose moves a lot. So a wait, lot. wait, you say it's underrated. Yeah. What is like a, what is a highly rated cute animal? A highly, oh, cats. Oh, really? People love cats. Yeah. They're just kind of on par for what they are. I was gonna say like a panda. People think pandas oh, yeah. are adorable. No, see, that would be, I would say that's overrated. Oh, that's an overrated yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah. Um, dolphins, under overrated. For cuteness? Yeah. 
No, for taste. Under overrated. <laughs> Cuteness. Uh, I saw this great documentary. <laughs> the Cove? It was delicious. <laughs> Looked so good. Um, no, I would say that they're they're basically on par. Because I don't think they're like cute necessarily. But they get a lot of recognition. Yeah, people people think they're... People think they're cute. What about raccoons? That's something they're, that we have a lot of. Those here. are so underrated. Those are the cutest fucking animals in yeah. the world. They are. They are like most animals, super cute. And then that five percent where they act terrorizing, you're yeah. like, oh my god, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. But it's then if you watch a video of it, you're like, yeah. that's fucking adorable. Yeah, because they got hands. Look they at him grab hands. all the food with his little hands. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, run away that's so with two cute. Feet. Yeah, raccoons. It's amazing. Underrated. Underrated. Um, Back to ghouls and ghosts. But this game is not underrated. Mm-hmm. EGM, in fact, in 1997, rated it the second best console game of all. Or sorry. 22nd best console game of all time. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So it dropped a few, uh, a few positions there, but uh, but uh, no matter. Now, I had a very interesting experience with this game, as I'd oh, said. wow. Um, because we, we, we buried the lead there. We buried the lead. Yeah, I'm yeah sorry. I, I should have said it now. I didn't. Um, I know that this game is is beloved by a lot of people, almost in that kind of Dark Souls way where it's like some people love it because it's difficult mm-hmm. and then it's a point of pride if you've beaten it. But I see a lot of comments on it nowadays saying that it's just frustratingly difficult, mm. like too difficult, like unfairly difficult. And you and I go back and forth all the time about how games of this era were very often purposely difficult because right. we were coming from the arcade generation, which was designed to take quarters from you Mm -hmm. and as a result game design once it went to to consoles just kind of assumed it had to have the same level of difficulty absolutely and and i think this is even a better sign for this game is that like not only we're going to make it difficult you know which is usually a protection for a short game we're going to make it difficult so that you have you struggle through playing it and then when you beat it you go oh i did it thank god yeah this does the worst thing where it's difficult and they go it's really short you got to do it again (laughs) now do it again bitch (laughs) i I don't want to it's like you're gonna do what i say and you're like yes video game daddy (laughs) Skeleton daddy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm curious to see. Now, I, I, the reason why I'm excited for this game is because mm. I, as much as you would think I loved side-scrolling games when I was a kid, I didn't. And mm. I went through a long phase of my life where I just assumed that side-scrolling games would be bad, like, like older, older Mikey. Bigger boy Mikey. Um, <laughs> biggest boy Mikey. The biggest boy Mikey, which is right now, the biggest uh-huh. I've ever been yeah. in terms of age. Oh, that's constantly. True. Actually, right now I'm bigger than I just was. So you think big is the older you get, the bigger your age is? Have you not seen the Tom Hanks movie? Uh oh yeah, that's true. I have yeah. seen that movie. Yeah. So wait, I gotta go to Zoltar. You got- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but I've I've come back to love these side scrolling games and difficult games okay. that that are fair. So I think the the big hinge point on this is going to be whether or not the game is fair and good or just difficult. But when I played it as a kid, I really couldn't get into it. I didn't enjoy it. If I played a game when I was a kid and it immediately kicked my ass, I wanted nothing more to do with it. I didn't have the patience to figure it out because I didn't understand that concept of like the purpose of this game is to struggle and then succeed. What I would want is like in Contra, like I never beat Contra 3 The Alien Wars, which is a game we absolutely have to do at some point in this Mm -hmm. podcast. Um, I never beat it without using cheats, but I fucking loved playing it with cheats because it games weren't about that overcoming that difficulty as much as they were about just having fun. Right. And this game was very hard to have fun with for me because I kept dying. Ah, uh, that makes that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes. Total you mentioned sense. that you played uh, a lot of this game oh, yeah. growing up. Yeah, yeah, I did. I classic uh, eating turkeys and sitting around your boxers is no different than my normal life. Were you uh, playing it while eating turkeys and sitting around well, your boxers? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta feel my character. I gotta be one yeah, with my character. Exactly, it's very I immersive. I'd love to wear some hard boxers though. 
We should bring those back. Yeah, we should. Shawn Michaels, us, <laughs> and this guy, Maxima. Yeah. Yeah. We can call great. ourselves the Heartbreak Kids. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's good. There's got to be a podcast, a wrestling podcast out there called the Heartbreak Kids. Oh, yeah, I would think so. And it's about everything what Shawn Michaels is. Or ever that done. or like online dating or something like that. Oh. Heartbroken kids. Heartbroken. Oh. Hope everyone finds love. Um, I hope I find love. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> yeah, Fuck everyone else first. except one other person who finds love with me. <laughs> hey, that'd be nice. It's more like, you know, like you're in a race with a bear. It's like, I hope it don't come in first, but I just hope it come in Right, last, right. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, I did play this game. I do remember really liking it. It felt, it, it fell into a genre of this side-scrolling, you know, even in my childhood mind, a Castlevania kind of yeah. thing where yep. I, I couldn't have separated those two, even though now I understand them to be separate. Right. It's more that I, it's a spooky game. I yep. am fighting the undead and I need to battle a castle through it. I don't know if the difficulty is the thing that I remember most. Oh, really? And, you know, and sadly, you know, this is where my priorities were as a child. I remember the boxers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew would just start the first level, yeah. take, a, take a hit from an enemy. Yeah. And then just pause the game. And then I speed run as far as I can get in my boxers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's like, it's more of the graphics and the the images of the game that, yeah. that I remember most. So it's not actually the gameplay. And, and it was very well received for that. One of the reasons why EGM gave it such a high ranking on the top 22, or gave it the top 22nd game, uh, mm-hmm. console game of all time, is because they said that graphically uh, and environmentally, it was just so engaging and new right. and, and well done. So that's part of it. That's part of the game design. And I, I agree that you may not have recognized it, um, and I'm talking to you, the general, you, the listeners, as being difficult as its primary um, uh, adjective. Mm-hmm. But um, that's probably just because all the games around it at this time were very difficult as well. So right. it was hard to tell when it was just you not being good at a specific game or that game actually being very difficult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All games were kind of difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I was a kid, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I think the the concepts stick out more and the imagery sticks out more for uh, for a kid, and I mean all games, not just this game, because you remember those more yeah. than you remember like, oh, this game was also difficult. I'll you tell know, you like, what I want to uh-huh. stick out more. Oh boy, is his uh, little his little wiener? What is one of those oh, no. freaking hard his, boxers? His little wiener? His little wiener. I want it to yeah. stick out more, God, so it's not are, so little. You are mean tonight. <laughs> Between me being a pig and Maximo having a little wiener, uh, if he's got a little hog. If we're going to call it. And we're talking pigs. Oh, and pig we're always talking pigs. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so uh, if you're new to this podcast, first of all, I apologize for the dick jokes. They're going to happen every so often. I can't control it. Yeah. Um, and Andrew just sits there and... and well, and what do you want me to do? I can't, like, muzzle you. Like That's uh, true. I should muzzle you, you fucking swine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you are so cruel tonight. Um, so uh, if you're new to this podcast, what we typically do is we take a look back at games that we played when we were kids. We rate and review them as we remember them. Then we take a break and play them, show you a little bit of that game or play some of the audio of us playing the game, then come back and rate the game as it stands in the modern day Mm -hmm. up against the likes of modern games. So what we'll start by doing, I think Andrew, if you're ready to get into it is give our reviews based on what we thought of these games growing up. And we'll each give a review out of four bits and our Modern scores will also be out of four bits. So, Andrew, why don't you take us away? Yeah, I, you know, it's so funny because when we play this, this is a game I just genuinely haven't thought of yeah. in a very long time. Okay. But when you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. great, right, you know, right. kind of thing. And all of a sudden, these memories start flooding back. And and so while it isn't up there with those games that are just sitting at the top 
5% of your brain at yep, all times. For sure. You know, I, as I battle remembering calculus and things, and I think about <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, not right now, yeah. calculus. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I need to think about Sonic yeah. and his hog. Uh, um, <laughs> this game had iconic moments yes. to it and had iconic, iconic things that happened in it. And so, therefore, it did stick with me when so many other games that we played did not but did not last long enough for me to, it didn't hit me in the same way that other games did. I'm going to give this respectable, but not high score. I'm going to give this a 2.5. Nice. I think that's, I think that's a fair score to give, especially given the age we would have been playing this game. Because I think a lot of people, like, I think you're a couple years older than me. And Mm -hmm. I think that probably makes the difference in whether or not you had patience for this game. Ah. Whereas I didn't, I, I picked it up and I was immediately, I wasn't able to enjoy the things that you enjoyed, like the environments and the interesting characters and the mechanics because I was so frustrated with it. I liked, I found it funny that when you got hit, your armor would come off and I would try to build it up and get as far as I can. I got nowhere in this fucking game. Nowhere. 1991, I was two years old. So I would have obviously played the game past when I was two. Um, but I, I didn't play a ton of it because every time I tried, I would just get frustrated and I'd probably just throw in Contra 3 Alien Wars instead. Right. Um Again, when we talk about our retro scores, these are very subjective, so don't <laughs> hate me for this, but I have to give this one, based on my experience with it, a 1.5 out of 4. Oh, wow. Yeah. So 1.5. Wow, 1.5, my 2.5. That's yeah. a I mean, 4 even, out of 8. Even with my frustrations, I still tried it again. Like, yeah. it's not like I just played it once, gave up. Like, I knew that there was something there, but yeah. I just, I couldn't get up like I I couldn't break through and that was enough for me to just be like this game's not for me see and that's and that's the difference of like when we mentioned this game again you're like oh boy and I'm like oh cool you know and there Mm -hmm. is the difference between 1.5 and 2.5 yeah I didn't think it was the best game of all time you didn't think it was the worst game of all time yeah we're meeting somewhere in the compromise middle yeah between one and three the compromised middle (laughs) yeah we we solemnly shake hands and nod and then walk in two different directions yes um so I think the only thing we can do now... It's literally literally the only fucking thing we can do right okay, now. Okay, settle down, settle There's down. one thing no, that we can no, do. No. Can we breathe? No. Can we... Can we kick it? Yes, we yes, can. We can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go play uh, Ghoulies and Ghosties. Ghoulies and Ghosts. Hashtag Retrograve. Oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, so Arthur's running into oh. a castle that looks like Disneyland. I remember that running animation. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, like, Full. flamboyant almost. Yeah, like, like elbows kinda, and knees. Yeah, yeah and... flailing and... Oh, wow, this looks really good. Very detailed environment. There's yeah, trees, a castle in the background. It's almost like... Jesus. That was lightning, question mark? What? Oh, God. That was lightning, question mark. Oh, so there's someone... Oh. oh, there's ghouls. Oh, no, those look like gargoyles. They do look what like What is gargoyles. this, super gargoyles and ghosts and ghouls? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, spooky. You know what I fucking hate? When you're hugging a princess uh-huh. and a gargoyle swoops in and takes her. Oh my god, a tale as old as time. Tales old as Oh. Oh, so it, it shows you kind of like the whole um, Oh yeah. Uh, like like a a, a a outside shot of the entire world you're about yeah. to go through. It shows you all the places you're gonna visit. I like that it's it's no nonsense. It's just straight to the gameplay. Yeah, I'm, no I'm instructions, no hand-holding. Let's just do this. So we have uh, caskets popping out of the ground that the undead... Oh, shit. Yeah, every everywhere you go, there's, uh, there's caskets with anks on them. It's a real angsty game. And you throw... Oh, shit. Wow, they come up a lot. Whoa, okay, so I already got hit. 
So um, now you're down to your boxers. I'm down to my boxers. This is so cute. The double jump is interesting in this game because you can't you can't control your momentum once you hit the double jump, if that makes sense. Well, like once you hit huh. it, you're you're done. Oh well, now you have a crossbow. So now, like Contra style, you are now firing multi-direction. Yes, and I just died. And you died. Um, you turned into a little skeleton. There's less agility than I kind of would have thought. You move pretty slow. I don't remember that. And and that's one thing that I was kind of worried about because you get that in a lot of these older games. Mm. Yeah, there's like this weird, almost terraforming thing too as you go where uh, as you keep running, uh, the, the ground kind of shifts around you. Yeah, it's moving. Yeah, which is, uh, it's neat. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. It's kind of imaginative. And also, I do love that as the ground moves, it exposes all these skulls and graves. Underneath, and yeah. Retrograve. Very, oh, retrograves. Yeah, very cursed land. Cursed, I would even say. Oh. Oh, so now you're in behind a wall. Oh, that's kind of cool. I don't like being in behind the wall, though, be because uh, I was down there with a skeleton that was flaming. Oh, nicely done. So Mikey is attacking something that's on the next level because you have a... Oh, shit. Oh, you're back there now. I'm really trying to... Like, it's weird. As you as you run, sometimes it takes you on a different 2D plane than you expect, which is kind of oh, disorienting. And on. I just died. Holy shit. This is, is not so easy, man. hard. And I think that's game over. How far we have to get before... Oh, for the love of God. Sort. Already got hit. The number of times that we get hit as a result of the double jump issue. I, it's that's insane. frustrating. It just, because you might not get over the edge and you just jump straight in the air. Yeah. Well, that's so dumb. It's hard to even explain how stiff it feels if you're not playing it. I'm just waiting for these zombies to walk so by So what me. do you think those guys were? Hunchback of Notre Dame's? Yeah, they were, they were notorious Hunchback of Notre Dame zombies. Well, they do. They, they don't Sorry, have great... Hunchback of Notre Dame's. <laughs> uh, they don't have great posture. They're dressed like uh, like little fancy boys. Oh, how did I? I tried to pull so a Mario dumb. and jump on the zombie's head. Did not work. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. You move so slow in this game. So everything around you moves really fast. You move slowly. I can't believe how long these levels are, and we have barely made a scratch. You know what's funny is when it first showed kind of the overworld, like I was the like, full that's small? look at the map, I was like, yeah. that's pretty tiny. We <laughs> yeah, can do no. this. We haven't made it 10 steps. It's not like, oh, and now I've defeated my enemies, and now I can move on, because the enemies are constant. Yeah. Oh, my God. The enemies do not leave you alone. There's cool little details, though, like when the ground moves, all the trees around it shake. Like, that's yep. neat. Game over again. We are not doing so well. No, we've made it about 50 feet. But it, you know what the thing is, though? It, like, it doesn't feel good. Like, no. It, it, you know, like, it no. doesn't feel sad. Maybe it's just us still getting used to it, but, oh, man. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. It's just, there are so many enemies on Scream at any one time. Like, it's on Scream. On Scream? <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out what, what they're asking you to do. That's, uh, that's a good point. I don't know. Um, it may be to avoid more things than I've been avoiding. Oh, my God. The fireballs. But I just goodness it, gracious, it's tough because one on one the enemies are super easy. Yeah, but then they just throw a bunch at you, and yeah. I and don't know. and the the level plane keeps changing. Yeah, yeah, you know? they keep changing the playing field on you. Okay, so here goes Andrew, attempt number nine hundred and seventy three, I think. No. Oh, jeez, oh, Andrew almost made it as as far as we've Jesus. gone, which realistically is a. Three Ten quarters? second jog, maybe. Yeah, three three quarters through the first level. Who knows? 
Uh, yeah, I How are we supposed I'm to know? Assuming. Like, it, this could be a much longer. Like, we could be... Maybe our little baby boy's selves yeah. had already gotten a lot farther than this. Well, I tried speed that time. So in the second half there, I was like, well, let's just move past what I'm, it. What I'm, my strategy now is to look for openings, basically. Like, I'm playing football. Is let, let the guys Watch go... Watch out. Oh, I jumped so far there, I didn't mean to. So, like, are we improving? Uh, no. The answer is no. We're not improving. No, we're not. No. We're definitely not improving. Oh, I like how goes. some of the zombies are just carrying pots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really don't Side like... Side hustle. So, we have this, uh, this, this weapon that we have, this crossbow, goes kind of up and to the side... Oh, oh, that is so dumb. Bullshit. That is so dumb. I just a casket just opened up on like underneath me and didn't give me time to, to yeah, jump out of the Yeah, it didn't way. give that opportunity like that blinking opportunity. Oh, oh you're you're you are fucked. Fuck you are me. fucked. This there sucks. There is so much happening. And I did that by the skin of my teeth, which, by the way, is a disgusting expression. It's, it is gross. Why does my teeth have skin? What is wrong with me? Am I a ghoulie? <laughs> <laughs> Grabbed by the ghoulies. There's another good game. We yeah. You know, we're also early enough into Retrograve, uh, the scariest month of the year. We can get what? some suggestions. Exactly. I was thinking, what can the D-Beds think about other scary games we can play? Because this game is scary because I'm losing my mental sanity. Yeah, this game's scary because I don't know if I'm going to make it through the night if I have to play another round. And welcome back to the retrograde. <laughs> we just played Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, is that what we played? I don't know. You tell can me. We, can we take the adjective of super out of that? <laughs> <laughs> or like a very sarcastic super. Like we played a super, super. Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly, right when I was coming around to kind of liking it, yep. they just fucked me over with the water yeah. slot. Okay, so let's, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So when we started, the real we, this is a real machine gun Kelly situation. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I'm not uh, versed in the uh, back catalog of machine gun Kelly. Oh, can you can you somebody grab this man some clippers? His yeah. fucking beard is weird. <laughs> hey, that feels personal. No, this is he's this is when he's insulting. <laughs> First of all, call me a pig, and now my beard is weird. <laughs> what am I doing for you? What good am I here? Uh, you're you're good uh, as a foil to me. <laughs> you hurt when you're in my teeth. Yeah. Um, so when we started playing Ghouls and Ghosts, yes. uh, we just constantly failed, constantly mm -hmm. failed, constantly failed. Couldn't get 10 feet. Yeah. Then we got past 10 like feet. Like literally 10 feet. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. And we're talking about like five, six lives. Yeah. Then we get past 10 feet. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, wait, I think we're figuring it out. Then we took another about 10 lives, yep. getting past that part. And then we got, and then we're like, okay. Now we understand what's yes. happening. But at, at, for a moment there, we were like, I don't know what we do because we may, you probably heard it in the, in the, in the, the gameplay portion. We legitimately were like, do we keep playing this? Like yeah, we can't do, do we, it. Yeah. How do we record playing this game? Yeah. We if can't... we're just doing the same 30 seconds. Yeah. Cause we're again. just playing off the shelf games. Like we're not playing like an unlocked version right, of the game. Like, right. I don't know. We just skipped level five. Like, mm. you know, whatever. Um, and then we're like, okay, I think we figured it out. And I start to enjoy it because you know, I want to talk about Dark Souls in a second. Okay. Right? Because I want to, I want you to explain your affinity towards it. But I understood now, all of a sudden it became rewarding understanding how hard this is. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I got it. Sure. And then we were like running home free and a tidal wave came and enveloped the whole screen, the literally screen. top to bottom yep. and killed everything on it. And we went, okay, I'm not sure what we're supposed to do here. It killed us. And it turned, what I, what I got from it is when the waterfall subsided, there were little patches of land. So you're, you're, you're trying to say Poseidon. When the waterfall Poseidon. Thank you. Uh, adventure. 
Yes. Where the, when the cruise ship turned upside down. Yeah. O.J. Simpson. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. When the cruise ship turned upside down. Oh, more Hamilton references. Always more Hamilton You would have been insufferable in high school if this came out. This is when it came out. I was insufferable in high school. <laughs> I was insufferable in high school for musicals. Yeah. I'm just saying that like everyone would be like, oh my God, yeah, Michael likes Hamilton. Yeah, Watch out, yeah, guys. probably. I get yeah. obsessed with things. Hey, don't no one say wait for it. Like, <laughs> uh, you know. No, so so it turns out like when when the when the waterfall Poseidons, mm-hmm. um Thank you. there were little bits of land where I'm assuming you could have been in order to avoid getting washed away, but you wouldn't have known where to be. Like, there's no visual cue right. to save you apart from just knowing that's what you had to do. And elements of luck in a game like that, I I can't begin to explain how much they pissed me off. Especially because what it did was took all the satisfaction that I had from what I consider to be a very successful run. And a run where there were moments where I almost died, but I didn't. I I kind of like maneuvered my way through it. And I got to where I felt I deserved to be. And then the game just... I deserve I just, to I be. Deserve to I deserve be to be here. I deserve to be on the Duke lacrosse team, Blaze. <laughs> Do you know who my father is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he and was that- the third most important insurance company in Western North Carolina. <laughs> Thank you. Western North Carolina. Um, I, honestly, like, at that point, I had enough. Like, I, I did not want to play it. Like, that moment literally ruined... All my momentum and made me think, not a chance. I'm not. I'm not picking that up again. <laughs> Granted, there is a part of me. Yeah, here we go. That kind of wants to go back. I to it. see. That's how I feel as well. Because yeah. up until that point, I'm like, it turned. Where I was yeah. like, oh, where this is. This is why I'm a masochist. This is why the BDSM works. Because it's like <laughs> I'm like. All of a sudden, the pain starts to feel really good because yeah, yeah. I figured it out. And then you you look back to how hard the easiest of things were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's like, oh, look how far we've come. You can visually see it as you pass by it each time. You're like, oh, this thing that we banged our head against like time and time again, now we kind of got it. The problem is I think the spacing of checkpoints is just not right. If they're even, honestly, like I don't even know where the checkpoint would have been, how far away we were from it. This was like, I don't know. I feel like it was probably like right after where I got I, knocked I off or something like that. Been, yeah. But um, man, I... I it's tough because this is a game where uh, it, it comes out on the SNES and SNES. The SNES. I've always hated that name. And so once much. once you beat it, yeah, it's done, yeah. right? So they had to make it so that it it took you a long time to yeah. beat. Yeah. It's not like Dark Souls where you can save and it's open world, and to right. play through it takes forty hours. So, but is so you've always you've you've spoken in the past about how you've liked Dark Souls because it is punishing. But when then you figure it out, it's kind of like solving a math equation or a Rubik's Cube or something like that where you're like, look, I solved it. Yeah. Is it kind of like that? This this is a very prehistoric version of that. And the reason I say that is because there are many more tools at your disposal in Dark Souls. Mm. There are tons of ways to play that game to avoid certain pitfalls and problems that you're going to find yourself in. In this, there's jump and shoot or like throw whatever it is. And that's about it. And the mm. double jump is, it, it, it feels like it takes away control instead of giving you control. Everything yeah. you do in Dark Souls is very purposeful and it feels one-to-one with what you're telling your character to do. This didn't have that as much. Right, right, like, right, right. So say, for example, in Dark Souls, I really struggle with enemies that swing a big club at me. I can build a character around something that can block- Is that a euphemism? Swing a big club at you? <laughs> yeah. Well, clearly Arthur wasn't doing that. No. We saw those boxers. Not packing heat. Size small, bro. What's with that hog? <laughs> and this is our podcast, What's With That Hog? Welcome. 
I'm your host. You got to feed that hog, bro. Feed it a little bit more. Mm, it's all a little teacup pig. Sweet. Um, yeah, I, I I think Dark Souls is very different. The, you know, obviously would have gotten some inspiration from something like this because it's punishing and sure. then you you look back to the things that really cause you problems and that formula is there in Dark Souls. But there's more to get you through it and more options to get you through it. Uh, and the mechanics are more enjoyable than what this is, I think. Yeah, well, I, th- I they would have to be. Like, well, I, so th- that's a good thing. Let me ask you this. Playing through this game, there was the satisfaction of overcoming challenge, but did you enjoy the minute-to-minute gameplay? And this is something we talk about a lot on this sure. podcast. And you know, it's funny because, like, I, I equate things to movies in, in a lot of ways because games are still such a developing genre yeah. or um, medium, let's yep. say. Uh and so after you come home from work and you're like, that was a stressful day. Oh my God, what a night. I'm not going to watch Schindler's List. I'm right, not going to watch right. an aggressive indie movie that will challenge the core of what I believe sure, in. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got in a fight with my partner. I'm not going to watch a movie about fighting. I'm not going to yeah, watch yeah. Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. Um, but, I, but it's the same with video games. I don't always want to turn on a video game and get challenged yeah. You know, ultimately, because I could shatter me, I also want to turn on Stardew Valley and sure. see how my cows are doing. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, they're doing great. They're doing Thank great. And how are the pigs doing? The pigs are doing... Oh, <laughs> pig ass. Sweet! Um, you know, by the way, and my cows are always named by cuts of beef. So oh. <laughs> there's ribeye. Ribeye, there's flank, yeah, yeah. There's, there's tri-tip. There's, yeah, haunch. They, yeah. What? <laughs> haunch? Haunch. What haunch cut of steak have you ever had in your life? That's what the butcher tells me he's giving me. Haunch. Haunch. And with it's for one... With, it's with for, an H. Yeah, it's for one person. It's a haunch solo? No? What is going on? What? <laughs> so, I always name those. And then all my chickens are named after Gonzo's chickens from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. There's a little insight into my Stardew Valley family. Um, so, do you need to like... You know, a lot, of, a lot of people in Stardew Valley make families with the townsfolk. No, <laughs> no I, am a, I am a lifelong bachelor. <laughs> And do I mean it like that in the 50s? Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. (laughs) Um, So games like this, it's like, do I always want to go back to this game and like, oh, I'm done work for, what what a tough day. Or I was with my family all day. That was so stressful. And then you're like, I'm going to go get abused by ghoulies and ghoulies. Right, right. Yeah. Like, no, there is a time and a place for everything. Was there a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm smarter than this game. Yes, and that's fun to feel like that, but I don't know if that's something I, I desire. Yeah, here's here's a key thing about this game is I, I totally get what you're saying about not wanting to come home and feel oppressed by the game that you're playing. Mm. That makes sense. But in Dark Souls, when it's working, it is fun. And I think that the only positive that I got out of this game is the satisfaction of overcoming challenge. Yeah. But I didn't enjoy doing it. It wasn't fun for me. This game was not fun. Hollow Knight is a fun game. That's a, that's a 2D platformer, okay. and that's a fun game. There's more to do. The action is more fun. You feel like you have more control over your characters. This game felt so fucking stiff, and the mm. combat was so repetitive, and it was more about looking for a pattern, knowing what your plan was, acting on it, and then hoping you get lucky by opening a chest and not getting mauled by a wizard. Like, <laughs> a wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A baby wizard. A baby wizard. Which, by the way, someone check on that wizard. He's turning yeah. things into babies and we don't know why. I Like, also, of the punishments you do, you're like, you're like, oh no, is that wizard going to kill me? He's like, no, I'm going to turn you into a baby. <laughs> really? The last wizard turned my skin inside out. He's like, no, baby. That, But imagine being a baby with your mind. That would be terrifying. Oh, I'd hate that. Yeah. I'd be so uncoordinated. Yeah. Also, I'd be a genius. 
I'd be a genius baby. I'd be like spelling out my letter blocks going like, kill the ghoulies, they are skin. Like, <laughs> if you use an arrow, they go up directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Wait for a pattern. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think this baby's onto something, guys. <laughs> Sound but, like Laszlo there from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. I think this baby's onto something. I just like the idea that they carry a baby into battle because he's like, the archers are the first ones to attack. And you're like... <laughs> Huh, this baby is really. I like he's, he walks out of the battlefield with a baby in his arms. The archer shoots <laughs> shoots an arrow at him, and he kind of like throws the baby up for protection, brings it down. The baby's been hit. He's like, "Fuck, that's yeah. the third one today." The baby's just staring that soldier in the eye, like, like, because he can't talk. He's a baby. He's a baby. Sweet babe. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a real babality. If, oh, if you ooh, ooh, there you go. Um, yeah, no, it's what a weird thing to do. I will say, okay, should we speak about some positives? Why not? Yeah. It looks cool. It looks great. The it graphics looks are great. Great, and the it sounds really sounds as good as you're going to get on the 100%. early SNES. There too. is a variety of opponents, even in that first couple minutes, because that's all we can speak for. Yes, um, but like there is a variety of opponents, and they're happening in different ways. You can step back. There's layers to the level. Yep. Not only do they you're saying about terraforming, so you can get lower, higher, but you can get into caves. You can get out of caves. Yep. You can get, so there's all this like really interesting stuff going on. I. I also feel that adds to the difficulty because there is so much stuff going on. Yeah. It's not like one of these, like, um, you know, like, uh, what were we called? A bullet storm? Kind bullet of, hell? Bullet yeah. hell. Thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah. much. Where it's like, I don't even know what's going on anywhere because right. I can't track everything that's happening. It's not that bad. But at the same time, there's like, you know, seven, eight opponents at a time it on a screen. It can get like that. Yeah. Where, where one moment at the wrong time dooms you to failure. Right. You just like, you have to constantly, and, and here's another thing though, in a bullet hell game, the one thing they always give you is agility. Mm -hmm. And it feels like when they throw so much at you in this game and they make you so stiff, so stiff is to basically have to decide which direction you want to jump on your double jump as you press the button and give yeah. you no control one way or another once you've pressed it. Like, when you're throwing so many enemies and obstacles at your way uh, and, and you're not giving me the ability to kind of react in an instant, right. that frustrates me. Totally. And I, I think I think the controls are fine outside of the jumping. That's true. I still think it's a bit slow and a bit stiff. Oh, no, yeah. Slow, yeah, I yeah, totally yeah, with yeah. you, but yeah. the actual physical handling of the controls? It's fine. It's totally fine. fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. The jumping I, is... I agree. This game has a, like graphics and, and sound, and it has a ton of character, and oh, I don't yeah. want to take that away from it. Um, th there's a lot to take away from. If you're looking for just a challenge and you don't need it to be fun, this is definitely worth checking out. Um, but as we get into that, maybe let's get into our reviews sure. as well. Let's bring that around. So, Andrew, you, I believe, I gave, gave it a two and a half. Two you and gave half. it a one and a half. That's right. a four out of eight in our retrograde. Uh, and in our current grades, here we go. This game, you know, it's one of those ones where you're like, if I had to get locked up in jail, mm -hmm. I'd be like, yeah, give me that game. Sure. Because I'd be like, I have a lot of time to put in. And now that game and I can sit down yeah. and get really into yep. it. And yep. I can, you know, see the matrix and the ones and the zeros. But outside of that it gets a little bit, you know, wary of how great of a game this actually sure. is. There is achievement. It looks great. I think the music's great. You were saying, I, I totally agree with you. You do feel like you stepped into a story. Yep. Uh, it's not an avatar that is completely blank. Yep. Ha there has personality. Um, and that is even down to his boxers. Like, I think that's something, there's something kind of awesome to be said about that. And the that. way he runs, for example. Absolutely. Like, everything is character, you, yeah. you, There's all this part where you're like, oh, there's a world here a little bit. And kind of no different than what we were talking about in the preamble about sure. not yeah, yeah, this yeah. game. Yeah. But it's like, you know what we're giving you? You're hugging this girl. The girl gets taken away. Figure it out. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. love it. That's yep. all I need. Don't overdo it. And 
I just wonder if we put a ton of time into it, will we find more enjoyment because we're building towards that? We would have to see, but I think there is merit there. While it is incredibly frustrating, I can't give it a high score. I'm going to give it a one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I bailed on everything at the end there, but no, I was like, but, you know. but that's like, look, like a run through this game. Yeah. When you feel like you're starting to build some momentum and there's a lot that it's got going for it, mm-hmm. every something just happens out of nowhere, stops the momentum in its tracks and ruins everything it had going for it. Right. And that's basically like what just happened in your review. This game does have a lot going for it. There's a lot of heart and soul or maybe no soul because there's goals and goose and I don't know if they have soul. Goals and goose? <laughs> I, I think he said goose, and I was wondering, I'm like, what what happened there? We know geese don't have souls. No. We know that for a fact. The goose game makes that canonical. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they are little shitheads. I, I tied huh? a kid's shoes up, or sorry, untied his shoes, so he had to go tie up his shoes again, and as he bent over, I stole his glasses. Oh, my God. They're little bastards. They're such little bastards. Oh, my God. Um, just like the developers of this fucking game, because it it feels like it's giving me enough to feel like I'm good at it, and then it just strips it away, and not in a way that makes me feel like it's trying to humble me right. and be careful next time. It's doing it in a way where it's like, you can die at any fucking moment, you idiot. Right. Like, not because you deserve it, but because we tell you you can die at any moment, and that's one of the cardinal sins in gaming to me. Like, I just absolutely despise that. Right. That last run up to the point where it killed me out of nowhere, I was enjoying, and I probably would have given it a two, two and a half. Right, yeah, Um, yeah. But because of that added element and just knowing that I'm never going to play through this entire game with the understanding that any point along my trail through the one or two times through this game before I I face the final boss to beat it, anything like that can happen and derail me. I'm giving this one a one and a half out of four. It's just not, uh, there are other games that do what this is trying to do a lot better, both in the modern day. And I think classic games as Mm -hmm. well. Um, this, this isn't the one. So in our retro scores, we gave it a four out of eight and our current scores, we give it a three out of eight. That is a seven out of 16. 7 out of 16, that's going to get us, it's going to lose us a lot of fans, I think. It's going to get us some hate mail. It's going to get us some hate mail, yeah. uh, but I'm ready for it because yeah. I just went through the fucking ringer. There's yeah. nothing you can do that can hurt me more than that game just hurt me. No, 100%. A, a tidal wave just cleaned and washed over all my hate, <laughs> and uh, and now we're done. You know, you are talking, you're talking about gooses earlier. Yeah. Geese, geese, if you will. Yeah, uh, I will. Geese. I will say it correctly, yes. Or, you know who also little pricks? Ducks. Okay. Geese or ducks, what do you feel like? Better, worse, what do you uh, want? I think geese are way worse than ducks. Really? I think if you gave a duck a chance, it would all it would ask for is a little piece of soggy bread. Mm. Just a little one. Yeah. And, and it would eat it up real cute. The goose is going to take that little piece, and then it's going to honk at you and ask you to get out of its territory. Yeah. A Canada goose is a real Canada asshole. goose. Fuck Canada Goose so much. Okay. Not the company. I don't know. You guys are probably okay. Yeah, whatever. But it's the animal. <laughs> yeah. I hate that they're called Canada Geese because yeah. they're the biggest shitheads in the world. So, yeah, ooh, nice, literally. Uh, so, Goose, yeah. Duck, go- the D- Goose duck, Game. Duck, Duck, Goose? Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah. Uh, the Goose Game, uh, Duck Hunter. Oh, what do you think? Duck Hunter probably more iconic? Duck Hunt is absolutely the more iconic game. Yeah. I think Untitled Goose Game has a lot of character to it, but I was done after two levels. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that means this is officially a duck cast. Duck cast! Are we ducks or what? Duck's flying Back over in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Duck's flying 
Duckcast it is then. Uh, okay, so that's that's what it is. Seven out of sixteen. I know that's you're right. That's not going to make us many fans. But go back and play this game now. Like, come on, be real with us. You, you know what? That's true. I, I do. Even though the score isn't great, I recommend going back to it. Look, here's the thing. I if too. you liked this game back in the day, you'll probably love it now because it's probably exactly like you remember it. Unrelenting, difficult, methodical, and not necessarily fun. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> like you're describing a video game. They're yeah. Like, hey, this game is not fun. And you're like, oh, awesome, cool, great, great. You can't know? wait to get home and play that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, well, there we go. Seven to sixteen. Didn't get a high score, but we still recommend it. And that is the first of four retro graves. I actually retro forgot. Retro hashtag retro grave. There we go. Perfect. Much better than I did. So hit us up on Twitter, by the way, at Retrograde Andy, mm-hmm. at Retrograde Pod. Yep. Uh, we have some weeks to plan. Probably the last week this month, maybe the last two weeks, we'll fit in some recommendations. If you have any spooky games you want us to try right. out, lay them on me. Yeah, and I'd love to hear more horror movies that don't have pop-out scares. Yeah, please, because I'm scared. Yeah, maybe we'll, if, if someone gives us a really, really good one, we'll do a bonus episode about it. How oh, about yeah. That? I promise I'm, I'm up for that. Yeah. yeah, 100%. It's a spooky month. I want to watch spooky movies. Ah, ah spooky. That, that word scares me. Uh, ghoulies. That word scares me more <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to the retrograde we love every single one of you and we hope everyone is doing okay out there i know it's getting weird again and uh what a weird over oversimplification of what's going on but <laughs> we love every single one of you it's scary out there let's keep it safe in here we can't wait to talk to you soon my name is andrew bascom and i'm mikey Aaronworth, and this has been the retrograde podcast game over feel free to review the podcast <clears throat> Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice, and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. Or Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can always send us an email at theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-Pat. No, that sounds so dumb with a pause. What is wrong with me? Am I have a head injury? Let's play again next week, D-Pads. Fuck it. That sounded good. In real life, Justin Thoreau is Christ. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it! <laughs>